and it's 8.05 on Wednesday night, and it's Simcha Cohen on the air. How are you? Nosti. Baruch Hashem, I can't complain. Nice to see you. Nice to see you too. Even though I love it when Nisim's here, but when you come, it's very refreshing. He needs a break once in a while. Yeah, so do I. <laughs> I mean, that means that when you... And, and I don't need a break from Nisim, I need a break to see you. Ah. Anyway, I hope everybody had a good week. Um, we had a pretty, pretty exciting week. We saw Yad Hashem in a very big way. Okay. Yes. Just goes to show you all the pollsters and the, all, all the, all the, uh, um, everybody out there, they can predict all they want, but a man will plan and God will laugh because, um, it's, it's, it's unbelievable. It's really, really unbelievable. And we just have to dive in that this is, we, we, this is what Hashem wants for us. We have to dive in that this is, this is going to be the right thing, the right shliach, and, and all's going to be good. But it's pretty, pretty, it was a pretty wild night listening to the, uh, listening to the, the uh, polls coming in. And <laughs> Many of us didn't get to sleep until very, very late. Until very, very late. <laughs> and I wanted to go to sleep. I told myself. I said, okay, I'll just wake up tomorrow morning. And no, but I couldn't. I couldn't 3.30. 3.30, <laughs> I woke up. I the same thing. I went on my phone to see what's the news. I couldn't. And I was like, and you know what? The, the media was not like thrilled about like blasting it. So it, it wasn't like all over the place. Like they're they just like, oh, he won. But anyways. So, you know, one of the things that uh, um, one of the things that they they were saying about this campaign was that there was just a lot of name calling and bullying between the two candidates. And I'm wondering, like, I'm looking at this and I'm saying this was something that we saw adults who also you know, push people into doing things. And one of the things they said about Donald Trump is he didn't force anybody to do anything. He said it as it is. But one of the things that they did say about Hillary Clinton, anybody that reads anything about Hillary Clinton, that she forces and forced many people and bullied many people into doing many, many things. And that was why at the end of the day, she became a very unpopular person because she gained most of her power through bullying people. But anyways, our number to call in is 718-683-5858, 718-683-5858. And uh, we're going to be taking calls. We're going to be talking about a lot of different things. But again, we're going to be talking about bullying primarily because honestly, I think that it's it hasn't gone away as a problem. I think it's a very big problem. And... I wanted to do something a little different tonight, and I don't know if somebody's bold enough to do this. And I tried to think about a way of how we can do it without, without um, exposing somebody. But if someone's uh, bold enough to call in from the standpoint of a bully and to talk about that, and and maybe we could talk about how to help somebody who's who's a bully and how we can help them to deal with what it is that causes them to bully. And maybe we can get some insight about that. If someone would be brave enough to call in, I think that would be fantastic. If really they could text in 347-927-8398. That's 347-927-8398. If there's somebody who finds that they're a bully and they want to text in 
This way, can remain anonymous. And I'd like to hear your perspective. Actually, I'd like to see if maybe we can help you because I can't believe that a person that is falls into that hole is in that hole with, because they want to be. I believe that they're probably stuck there and they need help to get out. And sometimes it's, it can be a very, very terrible feeling if a person knows that they're doing something that's not good and they're very not happy with themselves. And I think that it would be a great thing if we could help those people as well. Um, we have a call. Let's take our first call. Hello. Good evening. You are on the air. Laser Diamond. Of course, my friend Laser Diamond. How are you, Tzadik? Baruch Hashem. So we have a new president. Yep, and he's a pretty, I call him the comedian president. Yeah, you know what? I call him whatever you want. He's Hashem's pick for us. And the first thing he did today was he called Benjamin Netanyahu and he invited him to America to that visit. That is a good thing to see. Yeah. Marisa, that's a very good thing. Because I'll tell you something, because Obama did not ever have, the one time Obama had Netanyahu, he let him through the back door of the White House. He did not let him in the front door of the White House. Donald Trump will probably be, we need a president for, for running for Israel. He's probably very good for Israel. I think he's also going to be good for our economy. I think he's going to be good for our morale. And I think yeah. his acceptance it, speech was very nice. I think that he was. He said, "Okay, now we can make friends." He didn't bash yeah, anyone. He didn't bash anybody. From my family, you know, not every, see, you know, this everything is That's right, a hundred percent. How's your week? Yes. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Have a yeah, great I worked, week. Uh, I worked hard this week. I know. Listen, you work hard all the time. Parsha Slech Lecha. Very yeah, good. Yeah, Avina. That's right. Uh, that's, that's right. That's right. That's where it all started. Okay. Thank you, Dr. Simcoe-Hagerman. Thanks, you too. Bye-bye. But anyway, you know, we, we, think about, we think about so many, so many different examples in, in the Chumash. One, one of the things that, that, that really blows my mind is Avram Avinu recognized Hashem. What was it about Avram Avinu that caused him to recognize Hashem. If, if someone has an answer to that question, 718-683-5858. A guy's walking in the world, doing his thing. What, what would it possess him to all of a sudden recognize that there's a creator, Hashem? Okay, let's take a call. See if, so, hi, you're on the air. Hello. How you doing? Good. What's going on? Um... I feel like every day I'm getting bullied. You are. That's really not a good thing. How old are you? Eight. You're eight years old? And there, is it yeah. one person or is it a, bu a bunch of people? What? Is it one person? Is it a bunch of people? It's like a whole group. A whole group of people. Did you speak to your teacher about it? Yes. And what did, what did your teacher say? Like, they're just bullying me. I'm sorry, I didn't understand. You're a new, you're a new kid, or they're new kids? I'm a new kid, and they're just bullying me. You're a new kid. Okay, so you know what? Do you have any friends in the class that you knew from before? Yeah. Okay. So maybe it would be an idea if you would like invite those few friends over Sunday to do something or invite them to your house to play on Shabbos or something, and kind of like create like a group 
with these few kids that you know. Is that a possibility? Do they live near you? Yeah. So I think you should do that. And make sure when you do that, that your mother buys like a real Gishmaka Shabbos party. Like something yeah. like, you know, like a little over the top. Like, like, like extra candy and stuff. And you have them yeah. have them over and you, you get yourself a stickle reputation about being the, uh, you know, the, the, the guy with the goods. And this yeah. way, the, the, first of all, you'll feel much more comfortable in class because you'll feel like, hey, you know what? I have friends and these friends are my friends and I had them over and, and we had a good time. It'll make you feel more comfortable. And the second thing is that... If you get bullied, the possibility is these friends might stand up with you and help you. Okay. Okay? Do you think that, do you think you could try those ideas? Yeah. Okay. I want you to try it. I want you to call me back and tell me how it worked. Okay. Good luck. Okay. Now that, that's, that's a, being new in the class is a very tough thing. And so a person might perceive that they're being bullied because they're being left out and because they're just following along with things that have been going on for a long time. And so it has a feeling of being the odd man out. So a lot of times, if you'll just, like, invite kids over or do something, like, you know, get yourself connected to some kids, then it will work. I'm not calling... I'm not talking about bribing kids to be your friends. Talking about doing the things that normal kids do. Normal kids invite kids over, play on Shabbos, Sunday afternoon. You know what? There's no school. You invite a kid over to play. Those are normal things that kids do. I'm not telling you, like, take a kid to Florida for a week. <laughs> that, uh, that, that, that's, you know, that, that's a little over the top. But, um, and, and I'm very surprised, though, that if this person told the teacher, teacher's job, if a kid walks over to them and tells them that they're being bullied or they're being victimized, teacher's job is to intervene as quickly and as expediently as possible because it could really end up being pikuach nefesh. And without any exaggeration, it could really end up being pikuach nefesh because if you, do, if you don't intervene soon enough, a person could really, a kid could really shut down, God forbid. It could really change and, 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 and ruin, really ruin their life. So I think that, I think that's something that if a kid goes over, it's not that your new kid, this and that. I, I don't think that that, I don't think that really works. I think that, uh, you have to like really, really intervene. Anyways, okay, we have a call. Hi, you're on the air. Hello? Hi, how are you? Um. There's kids in my in my school who are younger than me, and they're always bullying me and hurting me. Oh, that that's that. First of all, it's terrible. I'm so sorry to hear that. What 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 grade are you in? I'm in fifth. And what grade are they in? Fourth. And what what is what what are they doing to you? Like what is what is? They're kicking me, punching me. Call me weird names. So I feel so bad for these kids. These kids sound like they're very demented. They sound like they have a lot of problems. Does anybody else notice that they're strange? No. So I think that 
think you need to go and you need to tell tell somebody that there are these very strange kids that think that they have the right to do these things. Have you spoken to... I told to the principal, and he, he said the next time they do it, that he's going to kick them out of school. But uh, they did it again. He never did that. Well, because I don't know if kicking them out of school is going to be the answer, and I don't think that you want to live your whole life knowing that you were responsible for them being kicked out of school. I don't think that's what you want. I think what you want is for them to stop, right? Right. So let me ask you something. When they do it, what do you say? I say, why do you want to bother me? Not, I have nothing to do with you. Okay. And start fighting with me. So what about if you say, you, you, you need to stop bothering me. You're not allowed to do this. and You need to stop bothering me. And, and then walk away. And if they call you names, you need to turn around to them and say, you apparently have problems, and I'm sorry that you do, but uh, don't become my problem. You know what I mean? Yeah. Th think about it. You know what? If, 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 a, if, a person, if a person is acting like a Meshuggah, and, and, and jumping up and down like a, 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 a Meshuggah and, and a person's chasna in front of everybody, and he accidentally stomps on your foot. Okay? Who do you feel worse for? For myself? No, because you just got your foot stomped. I feel bad for the guy that's acting like a nut job. He's embarrassed. Anybody looking at him says, oh my gosh, what's wrong with this guy? Anybody that looks at these kids says, what's their problem? There's something wrong with them. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. You're just a victim of their craziness. So, A, you need to be a move away from them. B, you need to say, leave me alone. I don't have to sit here and take your garbage. Because you said and called me a name, oh, boo-hoo, now I'm going to run home and tell my mommy? Who are you that you called me a name? Like, hello? Yeah. You apparently have a problem because your mouth runs faster than your brain. So, <laughs> you know, get it checked out, but don't bother me. All right? Okay. You have a good night. Thank you. Okay. I mean, the truth is that, that, that they're, they're the ones that have the problem. And that's, that's really what it is. 718-683-5858. I love to hear a bully's perspective. I, I love to hear a bully call me up and tell me that they disagree with what I'm saying. That they think that the, when they're bullying some, somebody that they have the right to do that. There's nothing wrong with it. Or that they, or that they, 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 why am I being so tough on bullies? Well, frankly speaking, because I think bullies really, really bother me. Because nobody gives them a right to do that. And at the end of the day, bullies suffer anyways. Because they end up being very alone. They end up being very, very alone. Um, and that, that's any bully, young bullies, Adult bullies, 
They don't generate loyalty. Nobody's loyal to them. And unless people realize that the only way in life is to be nice, they're not going to go very far. Oh, they may go far, but but they'll be going alone. Anyways, so now see why do you what do you think Avram's what was unique about Avram that caused him to recognize Hashem? Achnas maybe. Achnas was definitely part of it. It's part of what I'm looking for. But, so let's look at Achnas Person has stuff, right? And it's his stuff. But he wants to share it. He wants to share it. He wants to give it away to people. He enjoys seeing people enjoy it. Where does that come from? That comes from realizing the value of his stuff. It's worth something to him. He doesn't take it for granted. And that was Avram Avinu. He didn't take anything for granted. Whatever he had, he was thankful for. And if he got something, he knew it had to come from somewhere because he enjoyed giving. So somebody that enjoys giving, when they receive something, they understand that it must have come from somewhere. Hmm. They understand that someone gave to them. And that's how chesed brings us closer to Hashem. And that's how mitzvot bring us closer to Hashem. Because boys, girls, when we're nice to each other, then we can understand how Hashem is nice to us. If we're not nice to each other, if we don't have a concept, if we don't get the fact of being nice to each other, we don't appreciate the fact of being nice to each other, then we're not going to be able to appreciate when Hashem is nice to us. We're not even going to be able to see that Hashem is nice to us. A lot of times I'll speak to a bully and he'll say, well, God doesn't like me. God's mean to me. Well, God's not mean to anybody. God gives everybody exactly what they need. So that's like, that's a different perspective. Some people blame the world. Some people say, you know what? I got it. It's my job to do what I have to do. The number to call in is 718-683-5858. If you want to text, you can text in at 347-927-8398. And I'm going to put it out there. If you're a bully and you know you are and you want help, text me. Text me. You can keep your, keep your identity private. And, uh, Maybe we could, maybe we could get the perspective of a bully. Because I can't imagine that someone who hurts other kids feels good. I can't imagine. Hi, you're on the air. Hi, my name is. Hi, my name is Chayla. Okay, just lower lower your radio, Chayla. Okay. Okay. Um, a lot of kids in my class like. They like say mean things in front of everybody. Wow. And and they say it to everybody or they say it to just 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 me and then other kids take up the thing and let's say when I wanna ignore it because my mother always says like ignore it my like I make believe you don't get like they just like if they call me a name I just say what and then but they start and they say, Well, you wanna be a goody goody I don't know, they just So the thing is like this. And you so, don't think I don't know. First of all, what grade are you in? Fifth. 
fifth grade. Okay. First of all, I'm, I'm so sorry to hear this. It's make, it makes me so upset to hear the kids do this. But you need to know that I feel really bad for them. I, I feel bad for you, but I have a solution for you. I don't have a solution for them because I don't know what goes through their demented minds when they do things like this. But what I say is that although I'm not saying your mother's wrong, I do believe that if you can ignore, you should ignore. I don't think you should, you should get into a fight about it. I think you should just either individually or say to them, uh, you know, you, sometimes you have to work up to this. You have to like get the guts to do this, but, but I'll tell you how to do that also. But you say to them, what, you know, do you think about the fact that you're, ma you're making me feel bad? Do you, hey, just lower your radio or move away from your radio a little bit, okay? Because I'm getting an echo. Hey, one minute. Okay. Uh, you, you say to them, like, did it ever occur to you that you make me feel bad? Did, did it ever occur to you that, you know, the things that you say, I, I don't take them as a joke and I take them personally. And it really, and, and I'm sure I'm sure you don't want to do that. Or if you do, then what's wrong with you? And like, I don't do that to you. So just stop it and see what happens. Answer them in their face. Answer them, you know what? This is a crazy affair that you're doing. It's like something. I don't want to be the one that bullying. But that's not I just bullying. Want to stop. I don't want to be the one to bully. That's not bullying. That's calling them on the spot. That's saving their life. Telling them to stop being mean to you. You're defending yourself. You're standing up for yourself. You're saying you can't do this. You're helping them. You say, I want to help you. You don't realize that you're doing something terrible. I want to help you. Stop it. If you mm -hmm. want to be nice, you can say, you know what, you're a nice kid, but you're just being very mean. I think that when generally my feelings are that kids are good kids and they get caught up in really bad places. When someone calls them on the spot and says to them, you know what, listen, you're not a bad kid, but you don't realize how terrible this thing is that you're doing. Very often a kid will realize that and will stop. I'll say, you know, you're right. I didn't realize it. I'm sorry. You, do you think I might be right? It could be. I never tried it. Okay. So I want you to try it. You sound very intelligent, and you sound like you could, you could really do it. A recommendation that I have is it gets sometimes very, very tough to do this. So what I do for myself, I will write down on an index card the words that I want to say so I could practice it. So when I get to a situation, I don't have to like, I don't have to get nervous and be spontaneous. I'm not telling you to take out the card and read it, but you know what you're going to say because you wrote down the script. And it shouldn't be a schmooze, shouldn't be a whole long Megillah, should be one or two or three sentences in Zahu, that's all. Okay. Okay. I really wish you luck, and I think it's going to work. Okay, and also, my um, about um, last year, I think it was, my brother called up, and he like said something, and then at the end he said, because it never happened, and he started laughing, but he told me that he feels bad because it really did happen, but he, he was scared that somebody in his class was, let's say, listening, and then they would realize, so. I, I picked up on that, and I felt very bad. I picked up on that, and I felt very bad. 
But I think I gave him an answer anyways, and I hope it worked for him. But people, you know what? People have a very, very wrong idea. They think that when they're bullied, it's something that they have to be ashamed of. But it's not. It's not. Very often the nicest kids get bullied because they're nice. And that's a very good thing. And it's not something to be ashamed of just because a person was victimized by someone else. It's not. It's not, There's nothing. You didn't do anything wrong. You're, you're you're an instant bystander who's getting victimized by somebody. And and, and if, if something like that happens, it's nothing to be ashamed of. It's something to be enraged about and to take care of. Okay. They make you feel like okay. there's something wrong with you, but there's not. Okay. Thank you for calling. Thank you. Okay. Hi. You're on the air. Hello. Hi, how are you? Yeah, could you give me a tip of how to bully someone that's bullying, like my friend or my brother? I wouldn't bully them. I would, I would, if you were listening to the last caller, I would pull them aside. First of all, the Mishnah says, have a done his So that's a very good key. I would call them aside and I would say, listen, you don't, realizing, you don't realize it, but what you're doing is really not nice. And, and I don't want to deal with it like, you know, in, I don't want to deal with it and get you in trouble and this and that. But you just stop. It's just not good for you. And one, one thing you could tell them is like, you know, when a person bullies someone, they look very, very bad. The world looks at them like they're weaklings, like they're nebuchs. Yeah, but he's a big bully and I don't want to, I don't want to tell him because then he's afraid he's going to bully me. So I... Um, and uh, also, uh, I could get a few kids to bully that kid, and, and they, that, uh, they don't mind that, like bullying him a little, but the they don't answer. want to talk to him that's, because they uh, cause, um, that, he, the he's going to start bringing everyone his uh, whatever. So that's not know, the answer. Could, well, I, what should we do? I think if you get a bunch of kids to stand up and say, this needs to stop, they say, we want, we're not tolerating it. I think a very good thing to do is get the whole class together and start. A, 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 a pact between everybody in the class that we don't tolerate bully. But then the principal's going to hear something and it's going to make a lot of tumult. It's going to like blame us. For stopping bullying in your class? Oh, no, no, no. no. He's going to blame you for creating a program to stop a bully in your class? No, no, I, I made a mistake. Okay, I so anyways, so you suggest I should um, make uh, a few kids to to, to 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 talk to him. I think you should talk to him. I think that a few kids should talk to him nicely, not angrily, and say, "Listen, we you, you, we don't want you to be a bully, and we don't want to be bullied. So just let 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 like let's stop this, because otherwise it could get really bad." But if we, if we like talk to him, he might start start fighting us. What should we do? Should we fight back? What should we do? Like so he, I don't know. He, he, he's a type it, to fight a lot. If he's he starts like, fighting with you, then you should walk away and say we're not fighting with you. We're not. We're not. No, but he's strong. He's like he'll bring a few people and he'll he'll he'll. he'll. Then you involve your rebbe. If it gets what? that if it gets that point, then involve your rebbe. Involve my rebbe. If if he gets to the point where he's going to fight back with you, for sure. But you sound like you sound like a very smart kid. You sound smart enough to figure out how to approach him in a way 
That's, he's not going to get angry. I have a very funny text over here. What should Hillary Clinton do since she was bullied by Donald Trump for over a year? She wasn't bullied by Donald Trump. She wasn't bullied by Donald Trump. He just called her out on her on her garbage. She bullied everybody else. She's the bully. Yeah. Yeah. Hi, we have a call. Hi, you're on the air. Yeah, hello. How are you? Good. What's on your mind? There's about two kids in my class. They always like to gang up on me in the middle of recess. What I'm playing with. Wherever I go, they like to chase me around. Who's, the, who's at recess with you? Are there teachers at well, recess? Yeah, I, I always I wake my hands in grass. How, how old are you? My boys and uh, six. Okay. So if you're if that's how old you are, then there are definitely teachers at recess. And at that age you need to go straight over to your teacher and you need to tell them to ask them to stop. But the joy in the office and and I don't know where they are. So I can't go to them. So at the end of recess it's very, it's very hard to understand you. I'm not I'm not understanding what you're saying. I'll try my best. So, I think I think okay. you need. To, I think first of all, I think you need to realize that you are safe in school as long as you have teachers there. And you have to tell your teacher and ask your teacher for help. Okay. But I can't tell them in the middle of the week. I I didn't get that. I can't tell them in the middle of weekend. Aren't there teachers at recess? What? Aren't there teachers at recess? Because you're in the office sometimes. And I know what And I don't know where they are. Okay. Okay, I think I think you should try and try and speak to the teachers at recess and see if they can help you, okay? Okay. Thank you for calling. Bye. Um I feel bad. It was hard to understand that kid, but there need to be teachers at recess. Do not let kids out to play. Without, you cannot ask ask kids to, 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 to let kids out to play recess without, without supervision. You can't. It's just, um, I don't understand that. Because uh, when, I, when I was principal of a school, when I was principal of a school, I always had two rebellion or two teachers out at recess all the time. And uh, they had to be involved. They had to be watching what was going on. You can't, it's not just about safety. It's about, I want to know what kids are doing their recess. I want to know who's playing, who's not playing, who's left out, who's not left out, who's walking around the perimeter of the old playground every day, who's digging for worms in the corner. I want to know like what type of things kids are doing during recess. Very important. And if they're if a kid's having problems at recess, go to the adult. And uh, someone wrote in, stop or threaten that you'll go to the principal. I don't think threatening is a good idea because I think that that'll just escalate and the guy will say, yeah, go to the principal, yeah, you go to the principal, baby, baby, snitch, snitch. 
I think that just making a statement of you can't do this, you need to stop. It's behavior that's unacceptable, and it, it's not behavior that's tolerated, and you need to stop. And and the fact that you eventually go to the principal is is understood on its own. It's understood on its own. I think that if you end up going to the principal and the kid says, well, what did you go to the principal for? Well, hello, what did you expect me to do, bake you a cake? Like, come on, really? You're bullying me. You're, 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 I've told you numerous times to stop, and you didn't stop, so what can I do? Just have to bring in the big gun. I think that's very, very important. But um, I think that I think that um, one of the things that, that if, if a bully sees that you call him on what he's doing or what she's doing, they'll, they'll, it puts it in their face, and then they, they, they don't want to admit it. They don't want to say, like, by sheer proof that, like, I've been asking a bully to text me all night. No one's texting me. No one wants to identify themselves as a bully. And no one says, yeah, oh, yeah, I'm a proud bully. No. It's something they do because they can't help it. At the end of the day, they look in the mirror and they go, yuck, I don't like what I see. They don't like to look at themselves. They don't like to, to, to see uh, themselves as bullies. And I don't blame them. They probably feel lousy. So and, and, and if a bully justifies themselves and, and sits and defends themselves, then that's a very serious problem, much more serious than bullying itself. That means that they can't admit that they're wrong. But the fact is, nobody's texting me. No bully's calling me in because they don't want to admit who they are. Because they're not proud of who they are. Thank gosh. If they would, that would be very, very bad. But that's very often, that's a defense a kid will give or an adult will give. When they're caught on something, so they'll, they'll say, find a reason, say that, Say that, say that it's good, it's okay, it's no problem. So what's the big deal? So I called him a name. Like, so what? Okay, they hurt his feelings. That's a big deal. Torah, the Torah puts a lot of emphasis on that. I mean, a real lot of emphasis. It's so interesting because the Torah puts so much emphasis on Beidon and Lechavero. It's, it's, it's outrageous. Kosh Baruch Hu was so worried about how we spoke to one another and how we treated each other and how we treated the environment. Hashem was really, really, really worried about that because he's a Rachman, because he has Rachmanus. And if we, if, if we conduct ourselves in the same way, then we're emulating Hashem. You know, I heard a story this week that Made me, made me feel so good. There was somebody. Now it's late. So the younger kids have carpools, and one parent was driving her carpool. She sees a, a very little kid walking home alone. So she said, "Why?" Like you know, she picked the kid up. She took him in the carpool. She called the parent. She said, "Like, why is your kid walking home alone? It's very late. It's dark outside." She says, because I couldn't find the carpool for my kid. I couldn't get my kid in a carpool. They were all closed out. So this person says, not, not a chance. 
not anymore. And this person went and included this kid in the carpool. And and she called up all the people in the carpool and said, we don't have a choice. This kid needs a carpool. Otherwise, this kid walks home alone. The mother works, the father works. And if it's just not right to not have him in a carpool. And the parents all got together and they, it was a little more uncomfortable for them and, and it was a little more difficult, but that's the way we roll. That's the way Jews roll. That's the way, I, that's our way. We don't, we don't, we don't do, we, we, we take care of one another. You know, I had the opportunity when I was in university, I had a young lady that was not Jewish and she was converting to Judaism and she was marrying a Jew. And she asked me what to expect when she goes to synagogue on the high holidays. I didn't really know what to tell her because it was a reformed synagogue. But when she came back after the holidays, she said to me, you Jews are crazy. You give away so much money. She said you had the, the, this fund and that fund and people donated thousands and thousands of dollars. She says it's crazy. What's going on? And the truth is I was so proud because you know what? That is true. That's the way we are. Okay, we have a call. How you doing? Me? Uh, yeah, you. What's up? I'm good. I just want to let you know that bullies, um, they usually, um, they're not just like these thought, okay, I want to be mean to this kid. I, they're usually coming from maybe they're having problems at home or they don't do it for fun. They're usually because they're in pain or like such type of stuff. A hundred percent. Thank you so much. I was waiting all night for this call. Yeah, also. Um, but uh, Just give me one second. I want to expand on that a little bit. You are so on the money. You are so spot on. And that's exactly what I want to emphasize. The bully themselves needs Rahmanis. We need to help them. They are in pain. They have their own sorrows in life. And because they don't have the ability to deal with it, they take it out on other people. We need to give them one message. And that is that they're not defined, they're not, they're, not, they're not this person that's bullying. They don't have to do that to get through life and, and help them process the pain. And when you tell a bully, stop doing that. I don't want you to do that. Just You don't have to be that way. It's like you're opening up a cage and you're letting them free. You're, you you're, should. I'm sorry, go ahead. Um, if you tell them that, tell them that it's going to be better for them, that people are going to, they're going to have probably more friends if they stop doing that. Right. Tell them, okay, you're so mean that, why are you doing that? You're short or like you're playing, people are going to hate you because you do that. Tell them nice, but yeah, if you stop doing that, then more right. people are going to like you. You're going to be more loved. You're going to have more friends. You're going to be more liked. You're going to. 100%. How old are you? Almost 12. Wow. I thought you were like a teenager for sure. I definitely thought you were a high school kid. Because, like, you're talking so maturely. But the thing is like this. You have to find the good thing about the kid. And you have to tell him, you know what? I see that you're a nice kid. You're not a mean kid. But you get into these, and very often that's what it is. They get into a state, they lose their temper, they get angry, and then they act that way. So you tell them, you know, you're generally a nice kid. And you could, you could be nice, but, but you help them out. 
It's so important. That's such a great, great call. I was waiting all night for somebody to give me this call. Um, I have a, another question that doesn't have to do with bullying. It also has to do with like, problems in class. Okay. Um, um, I'm a sixth grader already, and I think that, you know, like, we could be a little more mature because my kids in my class, they, they run around by recess. They act silly. They say, like, not such nice, like, silly stuff. And like, it's all not like the whole class, but it's like, it's like a group. They always run around. They catch each other. They pick each other up. They make rides. And right. I don't want like, to embarrass them. such babies or that. I should tell them something, or I should just leave it. They're gonna you know, mature. I I think that I think that you could you could tell them something, but in a more in in a in a, in a informative way. In other words, not, don't like call them out on it. Tell them you know I could teach you something. I could show you something. You know, let, let me give you. Let me let me inform you that that's that's not. It's not gonna help you in life. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, but um, like sometimes if I tell them, "Say you're such babies," and they're gonna say, "Like you think you're mature, like." I, I would, I wouldn't, I wouldn't tell them they're such babies. I'd say, like, you know, it's just not a good way to, not a good way to approach things. Like, you know, but let's 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 like let's figure out a better way of doing it. Got to leave out the negativity. Whenever. You bring in negativity into any statement. The immediate the person's immediate reaction is to defend themselves. And if you try, whenever you want to tell somebody something, if you try and put in an area code of positive statement, you just put in a positive statement beforehand, you have no idea how unbelievably effective that is. And I'll give you an example. Something I use all the time, maybe... I don't know how many times a day. Someone does something that I have to call them out on. I put in a few words. You know what the words are? I'm sure you don't realize it, but what I do is I tell them, you know what? A, guy, a person is doing something wrong. I tell them, I'm sure you don't realize it, but what you're doing is making that person feel very bad. What I've done before I said anything to them is I've released them from guilt. I'm not accusing them. I'm not judging them. I'm not convicting them. I'm, ex I'm freeing them beforehand. But guess what? I know that you're a good person and you don't mean to do this, but this is what you're doing. Even if, I, even if I'm sure that they know what they're doing and maybe they're not such good people, they still need, they still need to hear it that way. That's the only uh way they'll hear it. I just want to let everyone know that I heard from somewhere that whenever you're talking to someone, let's say someone made something and you'll say you want to say complaint, don't just say, let's say, call someone on the phone and say you're such a star thing, you'll complain. You should do it like a sandwich. First, do the bread. Like, sir, start complimenting them. Right. Then, let's say, give your co uh, complaint that you have. Then, finish it off, like when you're hanging up or when you're like leaving. By the way, like, just finish them off that they're a good person. Give them right. compliments by the end when you finish it off. Right, right. 100%. 100%. Okay. Thank you for a great call. Okay. Hi, you're on the air. Hi, you're on the air. Hi, you're on the air. Me? Yep, yep, you. Oh, I did. Um, hello? 
Yeah, uh, I I think uh, my brother in my brother's class. I think there's a, I think I he there's a kid that likes to take snacks from my brother, and then my brother doesn't have snacks later in the day. So what should he do? Should he tell him not to take snacks because he doesn't want to say no to this kid because he was a popular kid and whatever. He's like the ringleader of the class, so he doesn't want to say no. And the kid begs him for snack like every day. He gives him like three snacks. I'm so hungry. I want a snack. And then he and then my brother doesn't have snacks later. So. <clears throat> What should he do? Should he like? Should he tell him like, uh, no, I can't give you snacks, or should he, my brother, bring more snacks, or brother, what, should, what, 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 uh, what should he do? Honestly, I think that if if he's not doing it in a bullying way, if he's begging him for snacks, then no, it's sort of it's like sort of in a bullying way. But 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 he's not like grabbing it away from him. To get like a little out of hand, you know what I'm saying? Like I, maybe I, I in like would, a few weeks, he might just like uh, it'll be like usual. You know what I'm saying? It's like like give me my snack that I, uh, you uh, know, what so I'm saying. If he starts with the give me my snack, that's a problem. But I would tell your brother that he should bring in a few ex- bring in an extra snack or two if your parents can afford it and if they don't mind, bring in an extra snack or two and say, you know what? Listen, I, you know, here just say this way he'll have a reserve to make sure he has. Um, if it gets out of hand, then I might have a different suggestion. So what's what's the suggestion? I mean, I, I would I would tell him, you know, like I don't mind giving you a snack, all like sometimes, but but all the time, like you know, you know, I I'm just not comfortable with it. Is that okay if I don't? So, give... so, so maybe my brother give him like not such good snacks, and maybe he won't ask anymore. Like I don't know what no, to he'll do. Ask. He'll ask. He he want he, if he's the type of kid that asks, then then he'll ask. I, so I have some kids that are like just snorers, and that they'll snore anything. It's just right. It's, he's a snorer. It's the act of snoring that gets them going. <laughs> it's it's they, they like to snore. So, you know what? I would tell I, as long as he's not like intimidating your brother. The day he intimidates your brother, your brother should say, you know what? I'm not doing this anymore. Because my brother brings good snacks. And and he, he likes those snacks, so should my brother like bring like not such good snacks, or I don't know Why what. Why should like, your brother you have suffer? To tell me what to do. Let your brother bring his good snacks, enjoy his good snacks, but say I'll give you a little bit. I'm not going to give you all of it. You know. He's he's the type of kid to ask if you give him a little, he's going to ask for doubles. If you give him doubles and triples, if you give him a a a, a big piece, he's just going to ask you for like but doubles or triples. You know, he's he he's, he's going to do that. He's going to do that because he. I think he just does it to my brother. He doesn't. I'm not sure, but he maybe he does it to a few other kids. I'm not sure. Because I think that if, but if he realizes that he's only going to get X amount, and and that see your brother's a good kid, and he like just gives him everything, which is terrible. But if your brother says, "I'm going to give you one cookie, and that's it, and that's going to," but 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 okay, fine. But eventually, he's going to get the message. All he's getting is that one cookie, and, and he'll be happy with it or the not. One cookie, say, I would say that, you know what, but that's a, give him two cookies. But don't, if your brother, if it's, first of all, it, does it bother your brother or it bothers you? What? It bothers my brother and, and my brother, like, like, sort of, like, tells me. He doesn't really, you know, because he doesn't want to be, like, a tattletale tells because then there's kids, whatever. So he, he, like, tells me whatever, like, secret, whatever. Uh, what, what grade is your brother in? What? What grade is your brother in? My brother's in fourth grade. 
Maybe, maybe someone should bring it up to the Rebbe. What, why this kid has like this snack problem? Uh, you know, what? lower your radio. Lower your radio. My radio? Yeah, I hear myself in the background. Oh, it's off. I think it's off. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Um. So um. Try this. Um, try this out. Okay, One. fine. Okay, fine. Okay, fine. Okay, fine. Okay. Thanks for calling. Okay. What? Thanks for calling. We have like. A few okay. More bye. Calls. Bye. Have a good night. Hi, you're on the air. Hello. Hi, how are you? I'm fine. What's, what's on your mind? Okay, so we're two friends and we have two problems. Okay. Number one is that all our friends went out to pizza shop yesterday and they didn't invite us to. I'm really upset. That's, that's very upsetting when that happens. Is it, how, did they forget you? I don't know. They just didn't want to invite us. I don't know. Do you, do you know that they didn't want to invite you or maybe... There's a miscommunication. I see. Yeah. Can you, can, you lower, can you lower the radio? Hi, you're on the air. Yeah, so oh, um, also last night one we were second, waiting let's get, let's until 4 o'clock in the morning second, and then second. we heard the Trump one. Okay, you know what? I, I don't appreciate that. If you have a serious question, this is about kids who have serious issues. You want to help them solve. But just on that topic, if a bunch of people go out and exclude two people, they need to realize what they did, and they probably don't realize it. Probably it was just a, an oversight. And a lot of times people make an oversight, but you have to like say to yourself, they probably like tried to get in touch with me, or maybe one person said to the other person, are you telling them? And they didn't. But you have to say, hey, I feel really left out. You must speak up. Because if you don't speak up, then you don't give them a chance to correct it. And in your mind, you build it up to a, a big, a big, big deal. And you don't want to do that. You want to just like nip it in the bud and you want to say, okay, listen, if you don't like me, fine, you don't like me. I don't have to be liked by the whole world, but I just need to know. And you know what? It, it, what you know, if you know that someone doesn't like you, and so you say, okay, fine. So... <laughs> That's your prerogative. That's your choice. You don't have to, but but let me know and don't 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 exclude me and make me feel like that. And I'm, I think kids, adults, we need to learn how to advocate for ourselves, how to speak for ourselves, and how to defend ourselves with our words. And when we don't, then we walk away feeling victimized. Sometimes, sometimes. We could, we could, you know, realize that it's that person's fault and we can't, we can't do anything about it and decide, you know, I just decided I don't want to say anything about it because I just, it's not worth it and walk away and, and feel like, okay, so it's not the end of the world. I'm, I'm okay. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't have to defend myself in order to feel better. I realize that other person has a problem. They have an issue with me, and so is it. There's nothing I can do. Um, and I think that sometimes that's that's sometimes that's a way to deal with it. Also, you know, to be able to just say it's it's not the end of the world because you can't you can't solve all problems. You can't solve all problems. But I think that. The main thing that I would like everybody to understand is you have to confront the person in a nice way and you have to tell them, you know what? 
I don't know what you're doing, but it, it's wrong, and, and you really need to stop. And very often the person will feel like a big, big ding-dong when you do that. I, I believe so. I believe so. Um, we have a text that says, most of class was bullied in high school by a few people in the class. Everyone was afraid of them and was too scared to say anything. I went to the principal and teachers who didn't do anything and said, don't get involved. It's not your business. People in my class who were bullies also bullied others in school. There was a few other bullies. I am out of high school now. I just wanted to let you know. This is a very sad text. I am very sorry that, that, this, that this is something that you went through. And I think that the school needs to deal with it. If someone comes and gives a complaint, school needs to deal with it. Um, I, I think that that's something that they mu you must tell you must tell an adult. Hi, you're on the They're air. Still talking to us. Hello. Hi, you're on the air. Hello. Yeah. You're on the air. Hello. Yeah. Hi. I'm um, with the two girls that got cut off now. Yeah. yeah okay. Are you back on? Okay. Yeah. Okay, did you hear what I said? Uh, my, my comment about when... Yeah, real nice comment. Very good answer. Yeah. Okay, so try it. See what happens. So now we know exactly what... Okay. Um, someone said uh, uh, that we should tell the teacher or principal if he or she can talk to the bully. Advise the bully, talk what's inside you with an adult. I don't know. I, I, I don't know if I would tell a bully... Like therapeutic advice and say, you know what, oh, he never, he must have a problem, and and talk to somebody. I think that from your point of view, you should, you should at least show the bully that you're not afraid of them, and that you don't hate them, because generally they continue to bully you because they figure that you hate them, and the only way they can just keep you uh, away from them is by bullying you. And they don't want you to confront them because if you would confront them, then they have to think about what they do. And generally, they don't think about what they do. So if you stop them and you say, like, what are you doing? You're not a terrible person. Why would you do this? So they say, um, 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 um. They're not going to say, yes, I am a terrible person. And if they do say that, that's, that's very bad. Um, when you're criticizing anybody that's approach to take and if a person says no i'm just i'm just a, i had i'm just a terrible person then you have to really recommend that they you know they shouldn't feel that way tell them you're not you just do bad things sometimes people sometimes good people do bad things like hello that's like part of life that, that's part of life anyways we're nearing the end of our hour and this is dr silver cohen Wishing everybody a really good week, and uh, let's find out what's the up and comings with uh, Trump. I think that uh, it would be very interesting to have like a, a a sitcom, watching a reality show with Hillary Clinton. See what she does with her life now. <laughs> yeah, the po the post election Clinton. She's probably gonna like like sail off in a boat somewhere into the horizon. I don't know if we're gonna be hearing from her that much for a while uh, until Donald Trump like indicts her and puts her in jail. Anyways, have a very good week, everybody. And we'll speak to you next week.